For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Right, my juices flow all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know as much as I know. Right now, we've been able to stuff to stuff. The curse is broken. NC State fans, finally. <laughs> finally. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I mean, that's a triple play. The Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. Welcome back to another edition of Pack Therapy. I'm your host, Joe Giulio, joined by Wolfpack great Scott Wood. And Wolfpack ain't for soft people, Scott Wood, but Wolfpack basketball is for those who are on a heater. NC State has now won seven of eight after last night's destruction of Florida State. They're eight and four in the league. This after being four and six, four and 16 in the league last year, up to number 38 in the net. But as you know, as a smart person, your net doesn't matter. They are three and four in Q1 games and two and one in Q2 games. In short, what I'm saying to you is NC State has a good basketball team. They do. They're they're playing really well. Uh, I think I got to lead with there's still a lot of season left to okay. be played. Let's go. You ahead. don't want to dump the Gatorade yet, is what you're saying? No, but okay. I, I I love the pieces that are here. Um, I love the staff that's been you know put around Keys this year, uh, and they're rolling. They're they're playing with a lot of confidence. I think the the last two games since we were we were on was Wake and then Florida State. Florida State, two totally opposite games. For Florida State, I mean they they controlled it for all forty minutes, and then I think Wake they grinded, and their leadership found a way to win at the end. Ninety four sixty six over Florida State. So we'll, we'll work from that game right now. I recognize the malaise on Florida on the face of the Florida State players in the first half of that game. When it was twenty-seven to four, that this is a look I am familiar with in covering NC State basketball. But usually, it's on the NC State basketball players' faces, and it was last year. Mm. You look at <clears throat> NC State in the confidence that they're playing with, right? At my old job, I, I would be charged right now with trying to write why is NC State so much better this year, and I'm going to go right now with the confidence to win some games that in the past. They were not winning. The Wake Forest game being one of them. The Miami game at home after falling behind in the second half and playing well in the first half is another. Taking care of business against Georgia Tech on the road. Taking care of business against Florida State last night. So I ask you as someone who I remember at the end of the 11-12 season, the first with Coach Mark Gottfried, you get to the tournament. You're blasting through San Diego State. You take care of Georgetown. You're playing Kansas, and I'm looking at this team out on the floor, and I'm going, where in the hell did all of this confidence come from? But confidence is a hell of a drug. So yeah. how, do you, how do you find it? How do you how do you get it into the veins, man? <clears throat> I wish there was the, an easy answer. Uh, I think a lot of it is, you know, with confidence, there's trust. You can tell that these teammates trust one another. They, they know that if things don't go their way, like, 
T is on the bench, you know, saying, hey, it's all right, let's go to the next play. I think a lot of it, honestly, is that. I think they're just they, – they trust each other so much and they understand that if, if a mistake is made, they have someone to have their back. And then on top of it, they're making shots. So they, they believe they can win games now. Um, and I think even last year, I think they were just stepping on the court to, to finish the season. And this year, they're stepping on the court to win b- basketball games, which is a big part and a big difference from last year for sure. Traquavion Smith goes from a guy getting empty stats on a bad team last year to a guy this year who leads the ACC in scoring. He's also among the ACC leaders in assists this year. So here we are, 8-4, and four, NC State. Would you say that Traquavion Smith is the player of the year? Not just for NC State, but in the ACC. Let's start with <clears throat> who are my other options. Let's go there. Okay. Let's, let's go down a list. First. You got Armando Baycott at Carolina. <clears throat> Leads the league in rebounding, third in scoring. Mm-hmm. Those are just counting stats, of course, and, and what we know what he has meant to that do team. Do you get a vote for player of the year? I do not. Okay. I don't know. There's a panel uh, that votes for all ACC voting. I, I do not vote in that. All right. Well, I, it would also help to know my audience that would be judging this because that would that would determine if I have the confidence to say yes. Um, I think. Well, that- no, don't worry about who's judging you. Like, look at it like you've watched the games. You understand. I mean... Look where uh, Virginia is. Do we, can we identify who Virginia's best player? That's kind of the issue for them. Yeah, Kihei Clark is kind of the engine, you know, kind of makes the team go. But would you say he was the ACC player of the year? Probably not. Um, Clemson is obviously having an outstanding season. Do you think Clemson as a player that is no. sta- standing out head and shoulders above everybody else? <laughs> to me, else? I think it's T and, and probably Baycott. Okay. Um, so I think the next step would be if State can get the game at home against mm-hmm. them, I think that will really help their chances. Because um, I think, too, I think people take a lot of in consideration of, okay, when they played head-to-head, what did that look like? Because it is, I mean, T is, what is he leading the league in scoring? He is. And then he's, what an assist. He's got to be top 10. Yes. So, I mean, he's got all the production. Um, he's he's falling a bit. He's at eight right now in assists. Kihei Clark does lead the league in assists, but he's got six. It's not like it's an insurmountable number there. Yeah, um, but I mean, if honestly, if I had a vote, I'd, I'd, I'd probably throw it to Baycott's way right now, but okay. I, I I would say that Terquavion is really, really close, close to him, um, and that's probably solely for the fact that he's leading and rebounding, third in scoring, highly efficient, um, and it's hard to kind of you know, look away from that. According to Ken Palm, the best player in the ACC this year has been Kyle Filipowski from Duke. Number two, Armando Baycott. Number three, Terquavion Smith. Those are all based on efficiency ratings. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I wouldn't have guessed that. I can promise you I wouldn't I, I would not that. have either. But I wouldn't have not have guessed Now, Duke had a nice win this week, but I'm, I'm not. I don't think anyone should lucidly claim that Kyle Filipowski no. is the best player no. in the ACC. Norchad Armir, though. Big dude from uh, the wide dude. I shouldn't say big because he's a linebacker from Miami. He'd be on my list too. See, I, in, I, in terms of guys I've seen that are impressive. Yeah, I think there's a lot of impressive guys. But when we're saying Appleby, Wake Forest, I thought yeah, when we know. want player of the year, I think it's it's solely down to those two. And you could put Clark creeping on them. Virginia is nine and two in the league. If they go eight. And two or seventeen and three in the league. I suspect we go and we look and who's the best player for Virginia. No, you don't no, think? No, no. In terms of the vote, no. Now I think if if we were talking, NC State is really really bad. I think the difference is 
how big of a jump NC State has made as okay. well. And the traditionally that's the coach of the year vote, though. That that's fine. But I'm also saying the development and how well he's got. Now, if that team wasn't any good, I don't think I would look at Terquavion the same way as I'm looking at, at him now. So I do think winning plays a big part, but because Carolina and State are both still NCAA teams, you know, they're good teams. I think those two are better players. If we could find a sports book who'd have odds on this, I suspect Baycott would be the the odds on favorite. But it wouldn't be I mean, it would be like minus two hundred. Yeah. You get some good money on Baby T right now. Potentially. Potentially. Like you said, there's a there's a lot of hockey left. So we'll yeah. see what happens with NC State. They're certainly playing their way into the NCAA tournament. I think confidence is the biggest difference in this team. You have the new parts, right? Jarkel Joyner, a sixth year point guard. My goodness. You cannot put a value on what he has meant yeah. to this team. Let's talk a little bit about DJ Burns because I felt like and maybe First of all, he's getting in better shape. He's yeah. playing more minutes, and that's obvious to me. But I also feel like he is getting comfortable with, okay, this is what I did against the Big South last year. And um, I had a chance after the game with Luke Tukak to talk to Kevin after the weight game because Luke was like, now why didn't this guy average 40 and 20 at Winthrop? If he's, if he's tearing up the ACC the way that he is, you know, what was stopping him? in the Big South, and, and I thought Kevin made a great point. And he said in those some of those smaller leagues, which you know he had coached at UNCW, he was like, we would play a 6-7 guy at the 5 and just make you guard him out on the perimeter, which he would struggle with, yeah. right? He's like, but when you get into a Power 5 league and everyone pretty much has a true 5, well, now it's him against the true 5, and, and some of his craftiness on offense takes over. Yeah, and I, I was sitting there at the game uh, – at the Florida State game, and, and Ralston Turner were sitting next to me, and we were kind of having the conversation, just watching him back people down. How do you guard him? And then I was like, do you think Richard Howe could guard him? And Ralston kind of gave me a weird look, like, I don't know if Richard going to guard him. And Rich would foul out. He probably, <laughs> he probably, come he, on. He, you played with Rich. He, Rich is our guy, but come on. He'd, he, have, he'd have four <laughs> fouls before the second time out. But I'm just sitting there thinking, it's just like, okay, Let's double team off Greg Gant and uh, yeah. and Ernest Ross. They're smart enough right now that they're cutting and they're setting a screen for the guy on the backside. So now, when they cut, you got you got to guard them. And then when he's cutting, that's leaving Turquavion and Casey and Jarkel open opposite. And he's such a good passer. Um, I mean, if you if you watch him pass, I saw a couple of his passes. Every single time he's hitting them in the hands. Yep. I mean, he's hitting them right in the shooting pocket. All they got to do is, you know, chew on their gum two times, step into it, and knock it down. That's literally all they have to do. He's, he's, a, he's a smart player. Yeah. And I loved what Steve Forbes said after the weight game where he said, I know there's 14,000 coaches in this in the stands who think they should – they're yelling at me to double them, but – and the, the fact of the matter is, when, when Wake doubled him in the second half of that game, he found the open man, yeah. a three-pointer was made, and Forbes said, I, I'm going to sit here and make you beat me with two-pointers. Yeah. Because if you want if he's going to score two at a time, I'm going to try to beat you by scoring three on the other end. I look at uh, DJ Burns, though, getting more fit, getting better, in better shape, playing more meaningful minutes, not taking possessions off on the defensive end. And I, I kind of hate it when people do this, because if you want to play zone, you really do have to practice it. I would actually zone state. 
when he's on the floor and make him play that high post. And then <clears throat> you're, you're actually then in a situation like I thought Wake Forest was down at Pitt earlier this season. They were down like 14, 15 points and Forbes went to a one, three, one. Thought that was a pretty smart move. Yeah. Uh, not that, not that Burns can't pass in the zone. I just think you probably have to vary some of your looks and then you have to obviously, I do think you have to double, but I think it's probably a late double once he gets going. Yeah. I, I've always said that the teams that scare me for state are the teams that play ugly. The, okay. the kind of the Georgia tech, they'll throw these crazy zones at you. The Florida state was a little bit scary to me last night because, because they're switching everything. And I think even when you saw, Burns got in foul trouble. They came out. Fort State made a little bit of run at the end of the first half. Yeah. I think a lot of that is because if if we're more of the half-court set team, I'm not overly thrilled with the action that we get and that we're going to get good shots. But when DJ's in there, you just throw it to him, and now he's either getting a good look or he's creating for everybody else in the half-court. And I think that's what is really separating this team right now is in the past they'd have to get a rebound and run. They'd always get out in transition. They played fast. They played really fast. And then when they get in the half court, it'd just be like, oh, my gosh. what are They They can't do anything. You know, we, we couldn't get any advantage, any, you know, create and, and kick. We couldn't get any of that. But now with DJ, it's a little bit of unorthodox way in the half court. But you just give it to him, and now he is your point center making plays. I mean, he's posting up basically at the three-point line. Uh, he'll, he'll get it anywhere and back you down. Right. <laughs> I mean, and that's where I say – you know he wants to go left. He, he likes to spin to the left, especially when he's backing you down from that left yeah. wing. That's where the double comes from. I think you try to get him low. But I'm, I'm not sitting here telling you it's going to work 100% of the time. I, and I think that's where the confidence, though, we get back to confidence. I think he starts the season, and he's he was more than 300 pounds at the start of the season. I don't think we're giving away state secrets here. It was a struggle. He was laboring up and down the floor. You could tell the soft hands. You could tell he has a nice touch. So I don't know what was going on with his free throw shooting at Wake, but I'd put him. I I I welcome DJ Burns shooting the basketball. Yeah, I think he's got a great touch. Um, but I think he was trying to make the adjustment, even in his own head. Like, okay, yeah, I was the Big South player of the year, but yeah. that's the Big South. This is the ACC. It's almost like he had to prove to himself, I can do this. And I think maybe the Duke game, yeah, was the first where I was like, oh, okay, this 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 might spark something in him. Yeah, and I it's. They're all an adjustment. Even if he was coming from an SEC school or all the conferences play a little bit different. So there's always going to be a little bit of a learning curve for him. But let's go back to the crowd. Which game? Any of them. Okay. So now everybody's screaming DJ, absolutely loving them. Players feed off that. And I think that's also a big piece to the confidence is that they're starting to feel a lot of love from the fans. Um are they showing up in full capacity? No, but they are, you know, loud and involved. And I think that's a lot of it too, is that he's just slow, slowly turned into a fan favorite. Every time he touches it, everybody's going crazy. I mean, he interacts with the fans. I was sitting behind the bench yesterday and he's just kind of smiling at all the student section every time he goes in the game and everybody's screaming, Hey DJ, feel the burn. So, I mean, he, he's, he's got a great personality and I think the fans like him. And he's playing well, and it just is a huge bundle of confidence for him. You say the fans like him. I think his teammates like him too. I think they. they you, you've been on teams, yeah, where we're not name dropping. No, 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 no. I not not even NC State. Don't even, don't even. I won't even go with NC That's State. That's every team. Every team, like people, 
people like me on the media or people who are fans like like me, they go, well, Scott Wood was on the same team as pick somebody from your high school or your AAU. Julius Mays. Julius May. Well, he's like the nicest person on the planet, so that's not going to apply. But it's like, oh, you know, Scott Scott Wood was on the same team as Ryan Harrell. Well, clearly they're best friends. It's like, no, no, not everybody on the team loves each other, but they have to respect each other and you have to be on the floor and have confidence in each other. And I do think you see this team and I said it, I've said they beat Miami in a game. They don't they don't normally win. They go to Wake Forest. and They win a game. They don't normally win. The only way in, in the Wake game. It's Terquavion with the foul trouble. You're on the road. You're down 10 points. The thing's kind of spiraling away from you. Playing a well-coached team. Yep. You know, Wake runs some really good stuff. And I'm sitting here going, they're not going to win this game. And people are getting mad at me because I'm like, I have 20 years of history that says they're not going to win this game. But after the game, you hear them talk and you go, okay, all right. This, This is why they're winning these games because they do have this confidence in each other. And I think a big part of that is how do you not like DJ Burns? This isn't like, you know, somebody who's taking shots and not making them. This isn't somebody who's trying to get attention, you know, in this this new world on social media. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, I, we, we heard a lot about, oh, name, image, and likeness is going to ruin team chemistry. Uh, Terquavion Smith is the highest play player on the team. Does anybody have a problem with Terquavion Smith? I, I don't think so. Well, and I maybe think- they did last year, but not this year. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody had a problem last year. Uh, <laughs> But I, I can't. I think it just comes down to that trust. It's it's like anything to put in, whether you played basketball or, or a sport in general, especially a team sport. It's it's like the workplace. If you have one bad apple that just comes in work and is just negative and just talking bad about management and, and and all this stuff, it has an effect on everybody. And I think that they've got a group that just comes into work every day, excited to come into work every day to get better. You know see their friends, see their buddies that they go to war with every day. And now it translates into the game. It's the same thing with, you know, my, the, the sweet 16 team I had. I mean, I genuinely loved every single guy. If I was on the bench, I was hoping Alex Johnson would play as, as well as he could. The same thing with CJ Wells, Leslie, I mean, CJ Williams, uh, but CJ Leslie too, I guess I shouldn't say that, but um, that's just kind of how it is. You just got to be there for one another. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So getting back to my central question of why is NC State so much better this year than they were last year? That baggage you're talking about. There, there's no, to me, Jorkal Joyner's from Ole Miss and Cal State Bakersfield. DJ Burns is from Winthrop. 
Yeah. You know, Casey Morsell and his background is Virginia, where, you know, you're talking about a program that wins the ACC in the national championship. Mm-hmm. I feel like none of these guys have any kind of NC State stuff baggage. Yeah. You know, like even last night, they're up 27 to four, and I see people on Twitter like, oh, they're going to lose. Just wait. Here comes the comeback. Here come, and I'm just like, and even you today, I'm texting you about things we're going to talk about. Today. Oh, you're going to jinx them. <laughs> how am I going to jinx them talking about how they've won seven of eight games? Hey, listen, out of all the people, you know, I don't believe in any of that stuff. So I just want then to be Why are you clear. texting me that? I, I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I'm but I'm t- saying I think this team is completely divorced of all of that. I mean, I don't disagree. In terms of like, they don't know any of this stuff. We, we talked about you. You dropped a Chris Paul nut punch on me last week. And I'm like... <laughs> See, it's already ingrained in you, and you didn't know a damn thing about that 15 years ago. I mean, it, it, you get educated once you Quickly. get to stay. But I'll tell you, it's also, it's different when you're in the moment playing. Yeah. And now that I'm on the other side and looking at it and everybody's poisoned my brain as well as they can, it's just different. When you're out there playing, man, you really don't think about all the other stuff, all the bad moments that were happened last year, you know, whether I was at Virginia or you know, Ole Miss, it, you don't think about that. You just think about, all right, what do I got to do to win this game? And what do I got to do to help my teammates? And I think they've got the perfect chemistry for that. Um, and that's that just has them rolling right now. You can't run hot forever, can you? You don't have to run hot forever. Okay. That's the nice part about it. Now, I would tell you if I had to see this, I'd rather this this kind of momentum run into you know the ACC tournament because I feel like that was – the the year we really got hot was towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um. But I, I don't think they have to. I mean, I don't. I don't see them being up. What was it? Twenty six to three or whatever. Twenty seven four. Yeah. Twenty seven to four. I, I don't. I don't got to do that every game. But it also helps to see the wakes and the Miamis, and they can win games when it's tough and it's gritty, and you got leadership out there that's like, all right, boys, we're you know we're down, but it's all right. We got time. Let's you know chip away one possession at a time, and so you're starting to see an NC State team that can win in many many different ways. It's such a weird league this year because there's no there's no monster out there. There's no dominant force out yeah. there. Um, they have eight league games left, mm-hmm. and only one of them is a Q1 game. That's that's like my brain hurts thinking about that. But I wonder confidence running hot can they handle a hiccup right because they start one and three in the league let's just pause it they play georgia tech saturday this mm-hmm. is a team josh Pat. now they did win down in atlanta uh, in a game really they were in control of from from the jump right yeah. but this is a team josh pastner has had success against kevin keats started five and one yeah. states won the last two against them but you mentioned the junk zones i guess that's the next question for me with this team how will they handle a hiccup when it comes because they are, you know, everything, everything looks great right now, yeah. right? Everybody's happy. It's 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 rainbows and lollipops right now. Yeah, and I mean, I think the nice part about it is they've proven to themselves that they can do it. So even if something does happen, you know, they lose to a Georgia Tech or they lose, you know, a, a two games skid. Yeah, they go to Boston College. That's one of those landmines. I, I think the rest of them are mostly going to be competitive coin toss games. It's the, I mean, it's the ACC. I, I say well, it all Ken, the time. You Ken Palm says Virginia, no, but you can't. You just, you just can't take a night off. And I think that's one of the 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 beautiful things about this team is I feel like they they really do. 
even some of my teams, I just feel like sometimes we'd go through the motions. We're like, all right, we're better than this team. We're just going to show up to beat them. They come out there to beat somebody by 20 every night. Like they literally want to just cut someone's jugular and win a game. And I think that goes a long way. That starts with Charkel, in my opinion. Without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, you have a 60-year yeah. guy who's the point guard who, let's let's be honest too, is is hungry for success. Yeah. You know, I mean, didn't have it at Ole Miss. Yeah. That's what you want. Like, you want guys like that who've been through it and are like, hey, man, this is my last time. I'm not I'm not screwing around anymore. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's I, I said it from the start. I, he's hands down my favorite player probably on the roster. I think he he is driving the ship for this team. Um, I mean, obviously you got Terquavion's his co-pilot and, you know, DJ sitting right behind him. But it's just his energy from the time he steps on the court, defending, guarding, he does everything that the team needs. I actually think you made this point before about Casey Marcel and Jarkel Joyner being great defenders. And, you know, honestly, we haven't been able to say that about NC State players. That hasn't been a strength of NC State. Yeah. You know, well, having those guards who can just be like, all right, maybe I don't need to score 20 tonight, but yeah, you ain't. Well, and, and I'll, my first, this might be my first like dad quote for the year. So my dad always told me this. He said, listen, if you're not going to make shots, which is what they brought you here to do, what are you going to bring to the table? Whether it's rebounding, defensive, leadership, what are you going to bring to the table? Because that's, that's the one thing I see in this team is, even if, you know, Jarkel isn't scoring, he is a great leader and a great defender. Casey doesn't necessarily have to have 12 to 15 a night because he's guarding the best player on the other end. That's why I think for this team, they're so much more consistent because in years past, they were just one-dimensional. If they weren't scoring a basketball, they didn't have a chance. Shouts to our friend uh, Jeff Goodman. Maybe he can give us a retweet here. Um, <laughs> but you did a podcast last year. You did a podcast when the team went 4-16, and 16 and, and you kind of had to labor through it as a yeah. guy who cares about the program and as a guy who kind of loves the team. Do you think there's anything fundamentally different in the way that Kevin Keats is coaching X and O, this team, compared to last year? Y- yes. Okay. Um, well, one, he has a completely new staff, so I think he has a, a, a different you know, eyes and ears on each and every play. So it's going to bring something different than what we've seen in years past, which is automatically going to change the game a little bit. But I've also just seen, even in the half-court offense, I've seen more unique sets. Now, he still wants to find the mismatch and attack the mismatch and go a lot of one-on-one, but it's just different, man. I even, I think, I think the, I said it, I think it was the first home game I went to. The best thing Kevin Keats I've ever seen him do as a coach, Terquavion took two bad shots in a row, yanked them off the court, and sat down and told him those are two terrible, and used probably some different words, shots, you got to be better. And then put him right back in the game. He did the same thing as Florida State. They were up 20, they're almost 30 points in the first half. T gets a little bit crazy, pulls them off. As a coach, you just got to hold your best players accountable, and that's what he's doing. I think in years past, I don't, I don't think he would have coached Traquavion as hard as what he's doing now, and I think that's going a long way for the team too because everybody knows we have to be accountable. As soon as I step on the floor, you know, L.J. Thomas made a mistake uh, yesterday. You know, he gave him a little bit of leash, came back and took another bad shot. Breon was in the game right after yeah. it, and I think that accountability too 
keeps everybody kind of on their toes because they're like, dude, I, I got to earn my minutes. I'm not just going to be, you know, these aren't just going to be handed out. We won't have time to talk before state plays at Virginia. What, what are, and Virginia wasn't really the juggernaut. They were not the juggernaut that they have become when you yeah. were in school. They were a good team. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Equal footing, actually, with NC State. So that, that tells you what Tony Bennett's been able to do. Uh, but what was the biggest pain in the ass about playing Virginia? I love playing Virginia. You did? I love playing Virginia. I always had good games against Virginia. Shout out Joe Harris. I, I gave him some buckets, man. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. But the, I think we match up good with Virginia because we, we can spread the floor a little bit and shoot. They really want to pack in. They're not going to give you straight line drives, and then they're going to close out and try and make you take contested threes. That every, every now they will double DJ. They That's will, what they do. They will double they DJ. Double the post. Um, but they rotate really well. And again, I think they're just very packed in. And they said, you know what? We're going to play percentages. You know, we're going to let you try to shoot. 30 to 35% from three and beat us. And if you, sh- you know, that's why you see some teams that if they shoot 50% from three, they're going to creep up and get them. I'm going to make a joke like only two people understand, but of course you liked playing Virginia. You, you live at 12 Oaks and like that golf course. So if you like doing that on the regular basis, then of course you're fine with playing Virginia and their deliberate, terrible style. I love basketball. challenges. Well, Fair enough. That's why you do a podcast with me. (laughs) Speaking of which, we'll be back next week. Catch us on Apple, Spotify, the Googles, you name it. You can watch complete episodes on our YouTube page. Just check us out on 99.9 The Fan on the YouTubes. Appreciate everyone who has already done that. While you're there, you can subscribe. And of course, five stars only when it comes to Google, Apple, the Spotify's, you name it. So catch us next week right here on Pack Therapy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.